0: Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory.
1: Sew, 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 out loud. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue, and I'm ZD Donahue. And today we're just going to do a an episode on me being in Sweeney Todd.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so Mallory's in a production of Sweeney Todd right now, and she has been called upon for many of her skills not not she's she's not like a triple threat she's like become like a quintuple threat <laughs> in the show because she's cooking and sewing and
1: yeah, what else like, are you doing? Singing, it's like I'm acting, a homemaker of the show, or yeah, something. You yeah. know, um, actually, I've done something. Call, been calling her the highly valuable cast yeah, member. Yeah, like the, the MVP. Right. I actually did something I haven't told you about yet that Uh-oh. I'm super. So this is just going to go along with costuming. I know we did our series, and but it's October. Right. It's th- well, and we're probably
2: going to do a Halloween yes, thing Yes, we think some, we're going to do a little, right. little
1: Halloween episode. But some cool things have come up that I thought would be fun to share. And we have quite a few musical theater fans in our Yeah, we do. M- well, and, and we have, you
2: know, the cosplay people. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, the Wren people, all of. I, those people kind of overlap, don't they? It's really um, all, all of that overlaps, like people dressing up for fun.
1: You never, you know, I never thought about it the way you said it last or whatever podcast that was. You're like, you don't have to wait to Halloween. I'm like, yeah, you dress yeah, not up, anymore. You used up to have to cool. for you know well, just to be cool. I actually just have bought fun. some
2: holographic, like crushed ice lycra stuff to put some appliques uh-huh. on, on an aerial costume, and the man's cutting the fabric, and he goes. I I got two yards. I only needed like a half yard but for what I was uh-huh. doing. I and mean, he goes, what are you going to do with this? And I said, well, I think I'm going to, I'm thinking this is going to work for some applique on a costume I need. I said, but then again, I think I need some leggings so I can yeah. be like a mermaid, <laughs> I just... like
1: in my real life. And he goes, why not? <laughs> I want to make a bomber jacket out of that yeah. holographic stuff. Yeah. I just want to like wear it all the time. Oh, man. I mean, well, and you know what?
2: The The way that the technology has changed in textiles, uh-huh. we can do so many things. I mean, you can be glittery without having to have sequins that are sewn on silk, you know, to do no, it there things is, like that. I, I'm mean, d-
1: I can see it from here. I'm like... Right, i'm looking at the fabric right it's, it's so amazing and, and it's and it's durable yeah I mean,
2: it's not like as durable as a denim jacket maybe sure, but sure but it is durable enough that it doesn't have to be just a costume yeah that, that's worn you know worn for three minutes on stage and then taken back and delicately put away till the next time i mean it's fairly it can go through the washing machine now you know i just made some things i'm gonna tell everybody to wash them by hand and lay them out flat yeah. To dry. yeah but um Mostly that is because there are a multitude of fibers and different fabrics. Right. And, you know, why chance it? Plus, it it is a costume, what I just made. I mean, they're not going to wear a unitard that has cutouts and you know, sequins all over it probably for every day. I just stuff. posted on
1: social media that I can't get you to wear anything but your aerial costume. She's <laughs> wearing it when we came up here to podcast. Just, okay, I was doing I'm my sp- final fitting. I'm and to wear it all?
2: Nobody's time. helped me do any fittings for this or anything. I've had to do them all on myself.
1: ZD needs help with fitting. I don't think so. Okay, all right. I, I I'm not going to be made to feel bad about that. <laughs> okay.
2: So what did you do that I don't know about on Sweeney Todd? Well, I'll
1: get to that. Let's let's start well, out with the story. Cause okay. It's a it's, uh, you're going to be really proud of me though. Okay. Okay. So. This production was kind of interesting because it is a very small cast. It's a cast of 12, whereas this could be a cast of, like, 30 people. Right. Um, And so the ensemble plays many different characters. Well, I've
2: noticed, I mean, when I saw it, one of the things that struck me was there are no small parts here. Yeah, the people I are mean, doing a lot of stuff. everybody's very busy, yes. And
1: that's kind of neat. And those of you who are unfamiliar with theater or something, I was just thinking about how cool this sort of is because – So this is Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Sweeney Todd is a man who was wronged by the criminal justice system in Victorian England. <laughs> right. it's, it's the age old
2: story of, you know, I'm going to get them back for what they did yes. to me.
1: So he seeks so revenge. So there's a lot of irony. Yes, he seeks revenge. And then, of course, it ends up destroying him. Right. And he kills people with a razor. He's a barber. So he, he slits some people's throats. I do get to have my throat slit. Right. I get to die. It's really fun. And there's another guy who does, too. And he, he gets his throat slit twice. He's in two different costumes. And, of course, people can tell this is the same
2: Uh Yes, he was killed actor, twice. I saw him, yes. But
1: it's sort of, what this does. It's all right. Yeah. You know, theater is a mirror. And so I feel like it kind of lets you know, like, oh, this could be anybody. This could be me. I could be in this role. I've wanted revenge before. I've been taken advantage of before. Could Mm -hmm. I have been the collateral of someone else's rage? Could I, you know, all this stuff. And so I think it's really neat. Um,
2: Or maybe I shouldn't hold such a grudge and just let it go because
1: obviously it's not real healthy. Well, if this production gets (laughs) ZD to let go of grudges, I don't know. I'm going (laughs) to... Yeah, cuz I I have all these grudges. Yeah. Okay. So so um I very small cast uh and the production team was awesome, but the original costumer who signed up to do this, I guess um overbooked themselves. And so they had to call somebody else in Which last minute. Which is very
2: common in the theater.
1: Right? You know, it I just think it is. I think
2: people creative people can do this sometimes. Yeah. So
1: so I think um really when I first heard I thought there was gonna be like a bunch of drama or something. Right. And it really wasn't much drama except that they did have to find a different costumer, you know and the person they found i'm not going to say his name because like i haven't asked their permission right. you know and there are some people who listen who are local you know so the person they found to do it um was actually already involved in another production had to come in last minute and the director is actually
2: an actor right a character she's in she's also the an other actor production. in another production
1: right. yeah and she's a job you know um like a real job and so the director well, said to me well and that is
2: the other thing it being community theater right. people have other obligations
1: other than this right So the director came to me and said, I know you're already doing a lot for this show.
2: Because she was making 144 hand pies.
1: 168.
2: Oh. Oh. (laughs) An extra dozen I didn't know about. Two extra dozen. Two extra dozen dozen I didn't know about. 14
1: dozen, I believe, is 168. Oh, okay. Uh, So, I, yes, I volunteered to make the pies. I think I've told the story about how Sam was like, no, you didn't. And I was like, (laughs) I just had to. So I'm making the pies. They wanted real pies for us to eat. And she said, I know you're doing a lot. And I said, just ask me what you need. And if I have to, I'll say no. Right. right? She said, We have a, you know, a new customer. And if if they, you know, if she needs any help, can she ask you for some alterations right. or something? And I said, Yes, as long as she just lets me know ahead of ahead time. Of, yeah. And then I had a little flashback to previous experiences. And I just said to the director, who I don't know very well, um, are you sure you have someone? <laughs> I <was laughs> like, I just want to be sure. Don't I was, trick me into I was this. Like, I was like, if I have to do the show, just tell me right now. You know, and I couldn't, I couldn't have, I mean, I guess, I couldn't have done it. I don't know. Um, well, and I couldn't have done it because I no, was doing, right, I'm doing my Future podcast show, right. episode or your costumes for your right. thing. Yeah, so anyway, um, just alterations. Okay, so I, I did get some alteration work uh, to do. One thing was a dress that had been tucked up. Um, it was a pretty full skirt. had three large very large pleats in it to uh-huh. uh, to make it shorter. And sure. she said, I just need these all let out. And right. I was like, cool. Um, so it was for Joanna, the young woman. You know, there are two ingenues in the play. There's a female ingenue and a male ingenue. And so Joanna needed this longer dress. So I, you know, had to take that out. And then I had to hem some pants. Uh, one of the pairs of pants was my pants, because I play a woman in the first act, and then I play three different men in the in the second (laughs) act and so on that joanna dress i was flashing back to our costume podcast where they
2: didn't use a different bobbin thread that you could pull i really
1: wish (laughs) that and but then also that the stitches had been longer yeah Yeah. they were very short if you do
2: that if you take a tuck in something Mm -hmm. like that at least a four minimum yeah minimum it's it's Okay, it's a hymn. It's not going to get any stress. It doesn't need. It was, it was not. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it did. You. What happened was somebody did it. They didn't even think about the settings sure, on the sewing machine. Sure. No, and they're probably in a happened. hurry, but yeah. Right. And
1: it happens to me, too. I right. mean, the story I've told about the, the garments I've had to trash, I feel like. But when, how nice would it have
2: been you know, if you would have known exactly which was the bobbin thread right off the bat, too? Yeah, that would have
1: been really nice. Yeah. And then speaking of. Uh, so I had to hem some pants, and actually, I'm not. I'm just gonna say, I'm not a super. I'm not a super confident blind hemmer.
2: Okay. I know I couldn't believe you didn't use the real blind hemmer. Okay. But were I you doing that there or here? I don't know how oh, to use that didn't. machine.
1: Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. Like you need to teach me how to use it. We have a professional blind hemmer machine right. that works beautifully, does a wonderful job, and I don't know how to use it. Okay. okay. So that's that's a really. I, I would love for us to do some content on that. So I'm using the, but I I thought this was good for our listeners because that's true. Most sewing machines have a blind hem stitch and a blind hem foot, okay. And your manual will show you how to manipulate the fabric into this. Folding. Right, it has to be folded back. It has on to be folded itself. a weird uh-huh. way, okay. Yeah. So what I did was I used a contrasting bobbin thread. Uh huh. Okay, so these are black and brown pants, right. and I used I think I used like a dark brown or charcoal uh-huh. and in the top thread and then I used like this gold thread uh-huh. um which actually looked kind of dark brown on its own but then next to the really dark pants right it looked really gold you could I, see it yeah I posted a picture on Facebook right. and so since it's blind hem, especially no one should see that right <laughs> right uh so that was going to be very easy to take out I had to take up the pants two inches for this other guy and do you know how big my hem was in my pants?
2: Yours looked quite large. And was it doubled over? I couldn't tell. It's
1: four inches.
2: That, okay.
1: <laughs> if I buy ready-to-made
2: clothes, four inches is the minimum. I have to take up pants. So
1: this already had its hem yeah. in it. It already had so a hem did in it. So you just it. leave it? I left the hem down. in. And then I folded up four inches. Because if I did two and two, right. it was way too thick. Right. And like... Um, you couldn't see it, right? right? I mean, tell me you couldn't see it from no, stage, right? Fine. Okay, good, good. Yeah, four inches, and I left it's all. It's just like hemming a, a pair, you know, a set of drapes. <laughs> right, right. No, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so short, you know. And mm-hmm. so anyway, I left, I left all of the length in both of these pants. Right. No cutting was right. done, right?
2: Um, Which is my recommendation. Yeah,
1: you, you don't, you don't want to cut off. Especially, I was wearing tuck tux pants. I'm wearing tux pants the whole time in the show, what when do, I'm a man. What do you mean? Tux. They're tuxedo pants. Oh, tux. I'm like, <laughs> what? my tux. Tux, pan. Like tux. Like the hemorrhoid. Yeah, thing. like the hemorrhoid
2: cream tux.
1: No, not that. In that America,
2: tux. there is this, <laughs> in the U.S., there's this brand of hemorrhoid um, treatment called tux. Yeah, they
1: give it to you, too, when you, after you have a baby. You yeah. You know, those pads. Anyway, no, not that like, what are you wearing up your butt while also, you're in that show? also. <laughs> I love the way these pants fit.
2: No, they look really nice. Okay, they're I like them they're too. high up on my yeah. waist,
1: and they have a very dropped crotch. Yeah, which I have a little bit of a belly, and it really smooths that out. This is also why you don't always want to translate your actual crotch curve to a pair of pants. Yeah. Another time, yep. to discuss that, yep. right? Another story. Um, and, but yeah, I I look hot right. in these pants. Okay, um, so I hemmed those, and I we got to do a video on this. I did not press in my blind hem in right. order to sew it. Right. This is like real crazy to a lot of people, right. and they tell you to press it in your sewing machine manual yep, too. Don't do it. And you, especially on a little pair of pants like that yep. with a permanent crease. Yep. It was not necessary. Well, here's the deal: if you press
2: in your hem and then you go sew it, and you, you, you could you could be off by a minuscule amount, like mm-hmm. an eighth of an inch, all of a sudden that crease doesn't match up with the hang of the fabric. Right. Then you're screwed. Then you've got to worry about recreasing or and uncreasing uh, and, and all of that. And it it you know, it doesn't always work. Someone I, And you know, people were talking about vinegar and all that. It doesn't always work, guys. That's right. I mean, I've done that and I've reset lapels and everything mm-hmm. using vinegar and and done it. But it doesn't always work.
1: And Someone shared a tutorial from another sewing blog uh, in the, in the group oh, they did? Uh-huh. to help someone with a blind hem, you know? Right. And they mentioned, they, they do press in the hem and they mentioned you're going to, you may have this crease left over and you'll right. have to press it out. And I was just like, oh, you know, so we've got to publish stuff on this, mom. We got to do it because we keep saying it that we don't. Pressing these hems. I mean, if
2: you're doing it and you're successful, that's fine. But what I'm no, saying is, show, I have not yeah. been pressing hems in for over yeah. 30 years, and I'm very successful with my hems. We, we just yes. really
1: need to. I, the the challenge for that is, like, I struggle to find, I'm like, we gotta, so we gotta go get a pair of tux pants and hem them and, and get a, like, we just have to get the right samples all together to be able to show it in a video. And it's not been top priority. So, anyway, okay, blind hem to those pants. Speaking of creases coming out. The three tucks that I let out on hers. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was like, oh man. Did they show? And I had to spray, I had to get the dress completely wet uh-huh. and then let iron it, it mm-hmm. um, to get those out, which was, was fine.
2: Too, it, was it was it a cotton too, I blend I think it was cotton poly. Uh-huh.
1: So when I'm pressing everything, so I didn't press in the hem in the blind hem like before I sewed it. And then after I did sew the hem, I went over those pants and I got my iron on polyester setting right. and I went. Pff, pff, With the steam. That's all I do. Okay? I did Mm -hmm. not, as I said in the Facebook post, I did not try to forge the pants like a blacksmith. It was just a puff puff with the steam. It gave a crisp hem without, like, you know, going wild. Because obviously I took these up four inches and not every wearer of these pants is going to need that hem. and
2: this is the reason you have dress rehearsal, too. Yeah.
1: So say you
2: didn't press that hem in at all and, you, you know, the night of dress rehearsal... The costumer should be sitting in the audience uh-huh. looking at him, mm-hmm. looking at zippers, looking at what shows and what doesn't show and what needs to be fixed. And you've got your – well, I had a clipboard. I guess now you can do it on your tablet or whatever. But, you know, I would write down, you know, steam pants hem or press yeah. steam pants him yeah. or, you know, so-and-so. Does so-and-so know he's wearing red socks because he can't do that or, you know, I mean – and. When the director gives notes that night on the show, the customer should be giving notes if there's something that the actors need to know Mm -hmm. about, like you got to bring in your own socks or whatever. Now, a lot of stuff, you know, the actor doesn't need to know that they need their pants. Right. They just need to give me your pants. Yeah. And this show. Make sure everything gets hung up correctly. This
1: show has been very hard on clothing. Because so many people or, die. Oh. And how they die is you sit in the chair and you he runs, you know, the right. razor across your throat. But he, he picks this uh, ribbon out of the collar of right. your shirt or whatever. It's red, blood, you know. And then they didn't have, like, a rig up where, like, the chair falls back and the bodies right. just slide down. You have to, like, clutch your throat. And we did stage combat training for this. It was so fun. Okay. Uh-huh. You clutch your throat. He, like, kind of lowers you to the floor, and then he has to lift your legs into the trap right. door, and you have to act like you're- like, like poured you're, into the yes, trap door. Yes, yes. So, um, also, there's a character called the Beggar Woman, and she gets pushed down onto the floor. Mm-hmm. I don't know it's
2: hundred Ten times. times, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: like, and so there's one performance. I was like, "Oh, the her hem is has been ripped out right. of her dress right. because right. she's stepping on it and she's right. running around in it." So yeah, it's been it's been hard on the costumes. Um, and then <laughs> the the Toby guy, he comes backstage. He's like, "I just ripped out the back seam of my pants, the back back crotch seam of my pants." He's a dancer, right? And he when he's acting, he's in this like. Second position, Grand plie right? Like all the time. So he's wearing these breeches that aren't supposed to stretch, you know. Uh, and so I had to sew those up by hand backstage one night. <laughs> and then this is where this is where the MVP thing comes in. So <laughs> Joanna is supposed to wear this white dress, and the, the zipper... one that
2: you've let the hems out. The
1: no, cuts act, out. different dress. Oh, different, different dress. dress. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that was a gray dress. Oh, okay. All right. That dress is fine. Joanna's supposed to wear this white dress, and the zipper had had an issue, and the costumer had fixed it, you right. know? But then it it was where the, the pull is just coming off the zipper. Uh-huh. So she'd moved the pull up to... Right. There were some damaged teeth, so those were no longer in the equation. Um, but then it came off again, so I think the right. pull is just bad, right? And this is during a show. This is Sunday or something, right. I think. And I am backstage and they're like oh my god it broke and they're like we gotta pin her in it and i was like okay so you know everybody's like looking to me because they know i know how to sew and i'm i'm pinning her in it and then they're like can you sew her up in it and i was like yeah i can you know right. she'll come back here but the way that show is set up she has to stay on the other side of the stage for right she
2: can't go a back. long time right. she right. can't come
1: back and like i go over there but then i normally come back and I was so confused. And this little shout out to Monica. She was like my my general. Yes. She was like, we are going to cross the stage to sing this part. And you're going to sew up her dress while you're back there. And I was like, wait, but I'm confused. She's like, just get what you need and cross the stage with me. And I, was, I told her, I was like, I'm so confused. I don't know what I'm, you know, I, I knew I, I know how to sew up the dress. But I was very confused about where everyone was supposed to be. While this was happening, you know, so I, um, anyway, I go across the stage with my needle and thread singing. Um, people said they wanted to hear me sing, and everything I sing is not very pretty in the show because <laughs> I have to sing like the tenor part oh, your all the time. My low voice is like amazing. I have I to sing know. really low. I'm like singing like a man, you know, and I just don't know what I could sing that would sound nice over the podcast <laughs> at all, but, uh,
2: yeah, let me sew your dress. I'm a
1: I'm a tenor, and uh, in this show, instead of being you know like a soprano, so I go across the stage, and there's these blue rope lights back there, and that's how I have to thread the needle. Right. So I didn't have the needle threaded, and I sew up her dress, and she's like, "I have to go back on now," but her back doesn't show during this right. part, so I stick the needle into her collar in the back and i'm like go you know and she comes back and i sew it up the rest of the way and i take the needle and thread and i go to my next entrance and i turn to my man who i meet up with and i stick the needle inside his lapel of his coat right and i forget that i have the thread tucked in my waistband and it falls out of my waistband (laughs) Next to this audience member, <laughs> who picks it up and gives it to me. I did. <laughs> like, did I? Yeah, they did. Oh, that's and nice. And I was like, "Well, that's nice." So, anyway, um, and then we go back, and I actually was able in the intermission to slice the zipper open and put the pull back on, and just uh-huh. say, be very careful till this can be replaced. Right. So um, let's take a little break, and then I can come back and tell you about uh, what you don't the the thing I did that you don't know about. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Hey, mom
2: yeah
1: um you can feel free to compliment me
2: oh no on, on what
1: on this what my feel free to compliment me enamel lapel pin
2: oh valerie every time that you hear something wrong are you gonna make a lapel pin about it
1: maybe um do you do you want one yes i do Okay, well, Isn't it teal? Yes, it's teal and pink. And you can get one by going to soherecom slash compliment. Just so
2: you know, I'm not putting it on my lapel. It's going on my hat.
1: Oh, it's going on your hat. It could be a hat pin, too. Okay, all right. So if you want to get in on the Feel Free to Compliment Me uh and in, in on the club, go to Slash compliment and order our very first SoHere.com lapel hey, pin. Sew,
0: sew, hey y'all, Ferris Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music?
1: in the show, who plays Pirelli, who is this, quote, Italian man who is not actually Italian. But anyway, he has to wear a mustache. And he is, one night, he puts this mustache on with spirit gum. So spirit gum is a skin adhesive. Right. And it's used to glue on facial hair or anything. What have you, you know. And I remember the the makeup consultant being like, Oh, I think you um, you get the spirit gum off with oil. I don't have spirit gum remover, but you get it off with oil. And I was like, I don't think that oil dissolves the spirit gum. You know, I was, I was like, is it oil or is it alcohol? You know, and she's like, I don't know. Let's Google it. And so. Alcohol dissolves spirit gum. It does. Yes. Okay. I'm sure that spirit There's gum removers. also. I don't know about that. But I'm sure yeah. spirit gum removers do have like a moisturizer in them to protect it's your pro- skin. It's probably
2: alcohol and oil yes, or something. Yes, like together, yeah.
1: you know, to do that. And so anyway, he has to, uh, this guy doesn't wear a mustache in the second act. He only wears it in the first act. Okay. And I wear my mustache in the second act. So. But he,
2: they're different mustaches. different
1: mustache. We thought we were going to have to share. And then I said <laughs> we would be sisterhood of the traveling mustache. That's right. You know. Um, but, no, we get different mustaches. So he is uh, taking off his mustache one night. And I am – I've been helping a lot in this show, like, a lot of different people. And I'm trying not to be a busybody. Like, I'm trying not to get all up in people's business. Right. And be like – Come bring me your pants. I need to hem them or this is broken or whatever. I'm trying to be helpful and not like, you know, because I, I think that maybe I could do that. I don't know. Possible that, that that's in my nature. So he's taking off his trying mustache. Trying not to be a show mother. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm being a very, a mom. He's taking off his mustache. He's like, oh, Mallory, I think, I've, I think I've overdone it, you know. And he has like got an abrasion on his face. He's ripped his skin off. Yes, yeah, So he's like ripped his skin off, you know, like bad you yeah. know and I was like okay so you don't have to wear a mustache for the rest of the show and he's like well I wear it at the end but I can just clip it like it has yeah. a clip instead of doing the spirit gum I was like okay so two things I did I told him that he should put green makeup over it because it's very red yes okay so you put green makeup over the red to neutralize the color right. and then you put your whatever your skin tone right. is on top of it so that works and he comes back to me he's like oh my god thank you so much you know Next day, though, he still has this and abrasion. It,
2: yeah, he still has a boo-boo. Yeah. yeah.
1: And he was like, I don't know what to do. I got to stick this mustache on. And I said to him in this very diplomatic way, I was like, I think I have a solution if you wouldn't mind me, you know, uh, messing with a few things and right. touching your face and stuff, you know. Right. And he was like, okay. You know, he was very open-minded. <laughs> so I took mic tape, which is like medical tape right. that you tape on, like it's a, a bandage. Yeah, it's a plastic it's like, and it and
2: it has air holes in it. Yeah, okay. So
1: it's like it looks mm-hmm. textured cuz it has air right. holes, you know. So I took a piece of this mic tape and I cut it kind of long, and then I took another little short piece and I centered it in that piece. So so part of this mic tape is not sticky, right? right. So he put he can put that over his abrasion. It's like a band-aid right. sort of, right? And then he can put makeup on right. top of it. And he was like, Okay, I'll give it a try. And I can tell he's trying to be real polite, polite right? So then we're in warm ups and I look at him and I was like, Oh, did he decide not to wear it? No, he was wearing it. It looked so good. I'm so smart. <laughs> I'm so smart. I was so proud of myself. I was like, I didn't even know if this would work, you know? And I was and he was like, Thank you so much. And he could put spirit gum on top of that right. then, you know, to do his mustache. And I was like, I'm- I'm a genius. So what <laughs> what
2: what that's actually called is double backing the tape.
1: I double back the tape. Right. And I just do I wanna credit my mom. Uh ZD is a registered nurse, in case you don't know. And I really do think that you that helped you yes watching you um learning from you about uh you know everything and I um everything has a solution I don't know I just like okay we're gonna make a moisture barrier and we're gonna do you know and I told him I was like do you have lanolin at home because I just think that would be really helpful you know you sleep with some lanolin because that's what I've been doing you know for some things anyway uh yeah I'm like I don't mean to give you medical advice because I've told the Listeners of the show, I'm not a doctor, but you know. So anyway, yeah, that is, um, that's what's going on. Now we have one more costume thing. So I'm going to replace the zipper in Joanna's dress, right? So you did, or you didn't? Haven't done it oh, yet. It's going to do that. It's here. Oh, uh, it's over there. You got to do that within oh. the next couple hours, oh. don't you? No, 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 no. Oh. no. We don't have a show till Thursday.
2: Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking the theater was dark on <clears throat> Monday. Never mind.
1: No, Monday. no, no. We Never got. Mind. Yeah. Never mind. Uh so. Going to replace the zipper there. And then Mrs. Lovett has this skirt that actually the costume designer built. Right. But it's growing on her. Yes. Um, And so I was thinking of replacing the waistband with something more stable or reinterfacing it. And then ZD says. I said,
2: no, just basically make a channel inside the waistband and then you can put elastic in it and or a drawstring. Yes. Or you could put an elastic drawstring.
1: Yeah, and you
2: know what I just did. And that way, too, you are not disrupting someone else's costume. Well,
1: and I do want to say, I, the director was like, Can you fix this skirt? Right. And I said, Who owns this costume? Right. Yeah, yeah, you you need to
2: find that out. I really
1: I said, I would like to be respectful of her work if she wants to fix it. Let's tell her. Does this belong to the production Does it now company now? You know, I tried to costumes be... Costumes can belong to a lot of different
2: right um, entities when you're in, a especially a community theater thing like that.
1: And this is the reason we have costumes in our costume closet is because you would make things and you bought the fabric so you kept it.
2: And a lot of times there are costumes I made specific... I kept like... All of the costumes, basically, I made us. for you, except maybe something that might have been like in a dance troupe or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you know Where I made twenty of them or something. But yes, I if I built a costume for Hillary, I kept it. And a lot of times, and I was willing to pay for it because a lot of times the budget they gave me it wasn't going to was pay for it anyway. anyway. Yeah. Or yeah. I would take that budget and spread it, you know, whatever, spread it over the four other characters, and then you know I would pay for you know, the costume that that that, you know, our family member would have. And that way also had more money to use on the others.
1: Uh, yeah. So, um she, you know, we figured out that that this costume was now gonna belong to the production to company. Production.
2: Okay. And so they paid her to make it for yes, the company.
1: Yes. And so I felt like I could, right. you know, do it. Then Because it wasn't really just a repair. It, mm-hmm. It's going to be a, like a modification. Right. You well, know?
2: and the thing about putting the channel in there is then someone else may be able to wear it. And they and can gonna take it right out. it's going to go right around her way. Well, but it's going to go right, you know, yeah. you, you can just
1: pull that elastic it's, or whatever you need to do. It's not going to hurt anything. You know, I just did this to a pair of pants. Sam gave me a pair of pants for Zelda that are 5T. Mm-hmm. Zelda's 3. And... They are so freaking cute. I wish these were my pants. Yeah. Like, I wanted her to wear them, you know, but they're too big. So, I actually, I just cut some slits in the waistband and ran that buttonhole elastic mm-hmm. through. Put two buttons in the front. Yep. And all good, and you know. I and I used, you know, so I used to do that. Tighten um, up.
2: On almost every skirt I made that I yeah. would build is basically the back, the back of the waistband would be a channel. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'd put buttonholes in the waistband, you know, just the inside of the waistband, and run elastic through there, buttonhole elastic or whatever. And then I would have, you know, um, I would be able to, you know, there would be several buttonholes in the elastic or there would be, you know, different buttons at different so- places. To pull that tight because you could, I mean, you can take something up four or five inches
1: So, like yeah, that. I have a question for you. Maybe we should look at this together. The buttonhole elastic that we have that uh-huh. has the buttonholes in it, I feel like it's not quite substantial enough. Right. But I could sew two of them together. I could butt them up like it'd be wider, you know. Oh, okay.
2: You mean you want something thicker? Yeah. Well, here's the other thing you can do is you do not have to have, make – the entire thing out of the buttonhole elastic, you can make it out of something else and just put the buttonhole elastic on the end. At the too. end, okay. So there's a couple of different ways you can okay, do that. Okay, so
1: we're going to look at this and we'll be able to, you know, figure out if if and how I would do that. Because the buttonhole elastic that you often buy is intended for kids' waistbands, right? Like, it's often...
2: Right, or like a sometimes a sports thing or something that doesn't... Is not like heavily constructed. Yeah. So yeah. when
1: we say buttonhole elastic, this is right. elastic. It's just all along it has.
2: Right. Or what you can do you is know, you can holes. do, you can put in elastic or heavy elastic like you want. Uh-huh. And then on the ends of that elastic, you make an extension and you put several buttonholes in.
1: You know what you've also so, done? So, you
2: know, now you've got a sturdier
1: buttonhole. Yeah. You've also, um, I've seen you... Hook and eye tape? Yeah, well, oh, yeah, yeah, and make like little, you know, like the back of a bathing suit, like that right. kind of hook. Right, that's you what know I've the, done. Like yes, a, uh-huh. and done a few channels in the Absolutely. elastic Absolutely, that's that. exactly what I've done. No, yeah, it, that that's a good idea. So I'll, I'll look at this and see exactly what we want to do um, for this waistband. I'll ask you what...
2: But I'll if that waistband is... So I well we'll look at it if that waistband is not stable we need to stabilize it right you know and then need to think about how we're going to take it up or make it so that it can be altered back and forth right right
1: yeah and and keeping it altered and you know you could do you
2: know I used to do that in jackets too where I run a channel in the back of the jacket you know and then Uh I would have twill tape or elastic or whatever. And that would gather up the back of that jacket. There was, there was a shirt, and
1: this costumer didn't do this, so I feel like right. I can kind of laugh at this. This shirt, I don't know if, if someone was trying to tighten something up or if it was there for some other kind of like stunt or something – but Pirelli was like, I don't know why this is here. And I guess he's actually worked in a couple costume shops. Right. There's like this string of leopard print fold over elastic sewn in the inside of like the waist of the shirt. Just to take it up? No, I think it was to hold something because it wasn't, oh, it was only sewn down the end. Maybe it was ends, holding a prop or something. Or something like yeah. that, yeah. So there was some yeah. kind of, you know, they'd rigged this somehow. Right. He's like, I just don't know why this is here. I was like, well, we can take that out, you know. And right. so actually he, he took that out um, himself. But that was so funny. We were just like, I don't know what this is. (laughs) Four. Well, sometimes you'll run into a
2: garment where there's a mic. A, a pocket for a mic pack yes, built in. Yes. A mic
1: pack uh, yeah. built
2: in. And actually, you
1: know. I have been tucking my mic pack into a pair of high-waisted underwear. Uh uh-huh. I actually want to make myself a pair of high-waisted underwear that just has a mic pack pocket yep, in it. Yep. And I, because I like, I don't like wearing the mic belt as well as this. You know.
2: Yeah. Well, usually mic belts are really crappy. Actually, they had some really nice ones. Did they have nice some good ones? They okay. were this
1: thick elastic. Oh, okay. It looked very new, and I thought, yeah. finally, like, right. why are mic belts not? on elastic i know right like i know okay you know know. Uh, i know (laughs) and then um oh there was there was one more thing i was going to talk about with the elastic and the the rigging and the taking out and i can't remember what it was but yeah that leopard print fold over elastic that was you just couldn't figure it out i know what i was gonna say the beetle has this wonderful vest it's like Orange and purple and pink plaid. Yeah, it is a really cool vest. Really I like cool. it too. Okay, it's had like these panels added into it. Over and over again. To add, I don't know how many inches. Width. <laughs> yeah. And then they were taken up. Yeah. And, and then, then I took them out, out again. Right, and, you know. Right, right, <laughs> so, right. Right. So it looks, he, she said, she goes, just take all these out. Don't worry about how it looks. But leave he, your coat on. She's, yeah, beetle. she says, she says, he beetle. keeps the coat on the whole time, you know, and it was just, it's so funny, this, the patchwork of this vest that's been taken in and taken out. Now, and I used <laughs> to make
2: vest fronts and not backs and just put like, you know, basically a strap system across the back. That's smart. So you don't even have to have a back. You could just have a front. You just but, have the front on there. You know, there. it, you know, it depends on what you're using it for. Oh, sure. Yeah, or, you can't always do that. And but. a lot of times I do that if it was, like, fabric that I really wanted to use and I didn't have enough of or something uh-huh. like that. But you can make it, you know, where it would, it fits anybody forever.
1: Mom, mom, I didn't say another thing that really makes <gasps> me an MVP. Okay. I knitted a snood. Oh, that's
2: right. You knitted a snood. <laughs> I knitted it. That's
1: right. I a snood. because we
2: couldn't find our snood.
1: Well, first of all, I was going to bring a snood, which would have made me an MVP anyway, because the right. makeup artist, hair designer lady, is like, "Oh, we, she should, you know, she should have a snood or something." And she had. tried this. Joanna has. Joanna looks like Joanna. Okay, this beautiful young woman. This woman has. Th- yes, this woman. She has. Yes, just below her waist length. Blonde yellow hair, which they sing about in the show. Yes, it just has to be curled a little bit. And then she's so beautiful, and she has the most beautiful voice. It was, I mean, she walked in for the auditions. We were all like, Oh, well, let's there do She it. is, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, right. she is so beautiful. Um, no,
2: she's like Rapunzel of the modern day. And you
1: know what she just played in college? It was Rapunzel. Rapunzel in Into the Woods. Uh, so yeah, she's, um, she looks so
2: she's done Sondheim. Back to yep, Sondheim. Yeah, that's right. Sondheim, yes.
1: Sondheim, 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 which I think is like the name of a show. <laughs> Sondheim. <laughs> in the park or whatever. You know, anyway, so uh, she she has this beautiful long hair and they have her play like in the past her mother and they right. want her to look a little different. So she's got
2: to get, we got to sort of get that hair disguised. Yes. And the snood was a very good idea. And so
1: I. I Other than a cheap
2: dumb wig.
1: Okay. Yes. Right. <laughs> And the but the the hair person was like I I wanted to snood but I could only find these flesh tone like these beigey fishnets and she put the fishnets on her hair and it really looked like a part of the body. I was gonna say it looked like yeah you know what oh first of all <laughs> that looks like a bag <laughs> yes. Snoods already look like that's that. Right, no matter that's how right, that's right. No matter what they look like, no matter because how many they're a bag. Yes. No yes. matter how many jewels you put on there, it looks like a hair, you know what. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um and we I guess I don't know if we would mark this explicit, but you know. Okay. It, they already look like a bag of, you know Hair. Hair. Okay. Yes. So so I was like, like Tori that really looks like you know and she was like it does and I was like I, I think I have a snoot at home she goes why do you have a snoot at home and I was like well I, I and you know the only thing I could come up to describe myself during this whole process Canadians I want to be like I'm just a keener I, was like, I have this I'll make the pies I'll do that I'll do this my husband can come and be an extra one night I was like shut up Mallory like what is wrong with you Why are you doing this? We have a boat. We have a boat. (laughs) I'll do that. Oh, I have a great Uh, date. It could be in this Yeah, Exactly. I was like, what is wrong with me? I talked to my therapist about this. I was like, I just, you know, I didn't want to eat crappy pies, and I wanted nice costumes and stuff. And she's like, yeah, that's good, Mallory. You know. And I was like, okay, you know. So, well,
2: part of what got Mallory into this too is actually the founder of the theater is in. The show. Yes. Okay, he has just retired from being on the board, and he is now going to be a player and go do... Because he's like my age. Actually, I think he's a little bit younger. But he had children the same age of Lindsay, I believe. Maybe Lindsay and... I, same age as somebody that I had children the same age of and did you ever figure out if we went to New York together? No I'll or, ask him. I don't know if we, we either went to New that. York together or we went to Disney World in Orlando together with uh-huh. him and um, you know so he knows the history of us like in costuming and being oh, able you know to what else pull I you know these things out, of, you know, out <laughs> of our ears. Out of our ears. Yeah.
1: Uh the we had we had those clothing organization tags. Yes, and I guess some of them got left in some sunlight, and they got yellowed. So we could no longer sell them. right, right. Like we we used so to sell you took these. those. I took those. I like, do you need some costume <laughs> organization tags? And people are like, "What's? Why do you have this stuff? Like, you know?" And I'm like, "I just run a theater company out of my house. Like, I whatever." Well, and it's- and you know what? The Monica's trying to get me to go to an audition tonight for another show. <laughs> and i'm like you just want me to make all your stuff you
2: know she doesn't make sure she's covered (laughs) so to speak yes exactly well you know people do come here and they They can't believe well i think hillary said that one time she said somebody said they needed something she said oh i think i can go get that at my mom's house and they said who is your mother what's going on
1: oh well we provided the whip (laughs) Yeah, that's right. We had the whip, too. So in the in the show, the judge um, does some, like, self-flagellation, and he's a gross man, and um, they needed this – you know, they tried to describe it as, like, a cat of nine tails, but it's not. It's whatever a self-flagellation whip is called, like, that monks would use or something. So it's shorter, and you're supposed to be able to – Right. So guess what,
2: guys? We had a leather whip.
1: I got ZD has (laughs) one, and we found it while we were cleaning the studio. And I tried to get rid of it. She tried to throw it away, and I said, "You know, we might use that whip someday." And darned it, if you weren't right, right. Mom. You know. So is this? It says Six Flags. (laughs) <laughs> it's supposed to be like an but Indiana. But it's leather. Yes, it's, it's leather. It's leather and wood.
2: It really is. It's supposed
1: to have be like an Indiana Jones whip. Right. So I brought it in. I said, this isn't quite right. But then I like folded up the. Yeah, she,
2: we decided the that it could be part. like folded up and taped. And I said, yeah. you can
1: tape it, you know, and they're using it. And I, <laughs> and I made the pies. Yeah, I don't know. I just, but then I. forgot
2: I, about the whip because actually when we were doing it, I said, I said to my husband, we were sitting that's there. That's my so, whip. That's <laughs> our whip. He goes, we have a whip like that? <laughs> So I, I and I said, well, it's been altered.
1: I explained the term keener to my cast members. Oh, good I said, guys! I run a sewing group, and <laughs> the Canadians, you know, they call like a, somebody who's sort of like a suck up or a teacher's pet right. like a keener. And I feel like that's what I've been being with right. all of this, you know. And I said, but what's our term? Because I don't think we really have a term in you know U.S. You know, like jack of all trades. No, that no, wouldn't be and it. it's that not wouldn't really because it wouldn't be the same. And it's not a brown noser. It's not a suck up. It's not a teacher's pet. You're just like.
2: Amazing. Just
1: so amazing. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, you're just like, re- you're a busybody a little bit, but I don't know. I'm, and you're
2: innovative. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You're just yeah. a keener.
1: I was, it, I think we have to steal it. I think, I think Borrow so. it. And I did, I think there were a couple other things I just shut my mouth on because like people are probably sick of hearing me volunteer for crap like you know (laughs) i I really do
2: think there needs to be some bathroom rubber strips put where that guy makes the turn to go out like oh yeah 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 Yeah. he's gonna break his. we do have
1: rosin um, for the shoes, but yeah, but yeah.
2: rosin will not work on concrete. I can tell you that. Well,
1: anyway, so he, uh,
2: <laughs> rosin won't do crap.
1: ZD is concerned about. In Anthony. fact,
2: rosin is made out of pine tar, and it might even be slick. You think on it might make floor. it slicker? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, he's probably better off <clears throat> if you give him like a cheese grater for his shoes.
1: They, and they did tell people to put grippies yeah. on their shoes. Um, and yeah. then someone did say, "Oh my shoes!" I coming think he apart. needs
2: little bathtub. I think you need to put bathtub uh, treads there.
1: Okay, okay, um, but you know. So there's a the the part in the play in the musical. Actually, you know what? It's an operetta. If it's... you didn't know. Well, yeah, because there's very little speaking. <laughs> yeah, there's to very there, it's a lot of it's a lot of singing, and there's a part in the pies song. Where she we're we're all eating the pies. Okay. Right. And the the song is called God That's Good.
2: Yes, I love that song. It's okay. one of my favorites.
1: I had not you know, I wasn't actually super familiar with the show, like um, with the music before yeah. doing this. The pie song
2: her the pie her song, pie song songs is so and, funny. And got uh God,
0: God That's, That's good are
2: my two favorite songs. So, well by the sea's all right too.
1: So but anyway. the lyrics to that, just on top of sewing and everything, they're so weird. Yes. And the ending of it, I'm going to try and sing it real quick for you all. It's not very pretty. And I normally sing it very loud. And I have to tell you that I won the Diction Award from the um, the Interim rim. But not not your friend who is the music the director, but right. the person who was like originally supposed to direct the show came in and he was like, Mallory wins the contest for diction because you know, it's very important, especially in a small space with a small cast. That's correct. <clears throat> so at the end of the song we sing God, that's good. That is de Have you licious ever tasted, smelled such? Oh my God, what more? That's perfect. Pie's such flavor. God, that's good. (laughs) <laughs> and those are the real words That's right. to the song and so anyway Stephen sondheim is a crazy person yeah and most of his
2: play and most of his plays are very difficult to sing
1: they are very difficult to sing and i don't even have the hardest music in the show at all you know by any stretch of the imagination so there i am singing some of uh the words so you can find us on instagram we are at ZD sewing studio and uh zd take it away
2: so long and so happy
0: Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey y'all, Ferris Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music?